Greetings from Las Vegas and welcome to the EOG Sports Hour. It's fight night here in Las Vegas. This report for Saturday, September 16th, middleweight title on the line. Gennady Golovkin against Canelo Alvarez tonight at T-Mobile Arena. Betting action is interesting on this fight. The offshores are dealing Golovkin a bit higher than the local Las Vegas sports books here. Uh, Las Vegas sports books have Golovkin as low as $1.35. That's the current price at Stratosphere. That'll be the strike price. Golovkin minus $1.35 at the Strat. Westgate right now is dealing Triple G at minus $1.40. I see where William Hill is at $1.45, as is CG Technology. Offshore, Pinnacle has Golovkin quite a bit higher at minus $1.57 at Pinnacle, minus $1.60 at Chris. Triple G, I do believe, the right side, undefeated. 37 professional fights, uh, 33 knockouts. He had 23 straight knockouts before winning a unanimous decision over Daniel Jacobs. Canelo Alvarez has that one loss on his record uh, to Floyd Mayweather Jr. Boxing experts feel Golovkin's power and precision will be too much for Alvarez, who lacks some athleticism, whether it's hand speed or foot speed. You know, either one uh, trouble against Golovkin, who will expose all of Canelo's weaknesses tonight. Triple G minus $1.35 offering good value. The first of five plays to be heard on this morning's report. A lot of action today. College football uh, front and center. Uh, we've got games got Clemson and Louisville are attractive. USC and Texas uh, later tonight. Also Tennessee, Florida, the rivalry game. I've got a baseball selection as well. Let's get that out of the way. A Cleveland home to Kansas City. The 22-game win streak is over. It's Carrasco and Hamill, a day game after a night game. Maybe a little bit of a letdown at Progressive Field as well. Feel in the stadium might not be buzzing. Under 8.5, lay a dollar fifteen. Andrew Miller off the DL for Cleveland. He's been activated, uh, um, was available Thursday for Cleveland. Um, and um, it's interesting about one player on a 25-man roster. Uh, the, the Indians won 22 games in a row, uh, much of it without Andrew Miller. I think all of it, in fact. Uh, he's been out four weeks, so yes, uh, all of it without Andrew Miller's assistance. Although they, uh, Miller was available Thursday and last night as well. Pitchers umpire Ted Barrett behind home plate. Under 8.5 looks attractive. Carrasco makes opponents swing and miss. How about 201 strikeouts in 179 innings? Hopefully the ball stays in the park. Uh, Carrasco uh, and Hamill, for that matter, uh, when the ball is lifted in the air, uh, things can go haywire for them. But Carrasco was dominant in the start August 27th against the Kansas City Royals. Seven scoreless, eight innings of uh, and no walks. Uh, he was on his game that night. And if he's on his game here this afternoon at Progressive Field, we should stay safely under the total of eight and a half runs. Note that these two teams played low both Thursday and Friday. Cleveland winning 3-2-10 on Thursday and Kansas City snapping that long win streak of Cleveland's at 4-3 last night. In fact, the two games before that, both Cleveland and uh, KC played low-scoring games. So uh, let's go under the total of eight and one-half runs this afternoon at Progressive Field, banking on Carrasco to get a big start uh, for Cleveland. So two plays in, Triple G minus $1.35, game 967-968, Kansas City, Cleveland, under the total of eight and a half runs. Before we get to the college football card for today, yesterday at the Orleans and the Buffet, Steve McLaughlin, Jim Jacobs, Elf Muscetta, Freddie Keck, and yours truly, we had a 
luncheon celebration for uh, the late palm tree, Eric Strasser. Uh, his mother and brother were there. Uh, Dink was in attendance. So too was Waz. Uh, Jimmy Rotunda was there. Brian S. came in from Boston to celebrate the life and times of Eric Strasser. Ole brought a baseball. We all signed the baseball. And it was a fun time remembering uh, Eric Strasser. What a what a great loss he was to the Nevada race and sportsbook community. It's just too bad he died before his time, only 53 years of age, author of the book Baseball Betting for Profit. Taught me a lot on baseball handicapping. Uh, he knew how to watch the game, as Dink wrote today at EOG.com. He also appreciated the betting aspects of the game. Not only enjoyed the game on the field, but enjoyed the game in the arena. And if you're a hardcore gambler, you love both. And uh, Eric did. Uh, that was, uh, you know, that, that was really his calling and... Uh, uh, big New York Mets fan as well. So he will be missed and uh, want to thank all those in attendance yesterday at the buffet at the Orleans. We had a nice time and his mother and brother were both appreciative of the effort. Uh, they, of course, they miss uh, their son and brother uh, who, who wouldn't. In fact, I saw his mother uh, in the buffet line. Uh, we were eating and uh, going back to the table and I told her, I really miss your boy. And she said, so do I. So do I. So it was a, a good time, and uh, he will uh, be missed but not forgotten. Okay, let's get to the uh, college football card. Got to make up for that total yesterday in the uh, Illinois-South Florida game. A couple of things I may have missed. The humidity in Florida, always an issue. I thought Illinois gassed out. And um, also, uh, South Florida played a lot of players, too. Uh, Charlie Strong, uh had a lot of players in and out of the lineup, and uh, I thought in the second half, some of the defenders that were on the field might not have been up to snuff, uh, and Lovey Smith's team was able to score a few long touchdowns, a couple of surprising touchdowns there, but, um, you know, South Florida is a, a legitimate team. They're the group of five power, that is for sure, to be a 17-point home favorite against a power five conference team, even it if it is Illinois out of the Big Ten, uh, that, that's an accomplishment for USF. Okay, let's get to the action for today. Betting number 147, Clemson minus three, minus $1.05, the first of three plays. Clemson, the only FBS football team to enter November undefeated each of the last two seasons. Credit to Dabo Sweeney, Kelly Bryant, the quarterback taking over for Deshaun Watson, Bryant's spend his time on the sidelines, and uh, he'll be center stage. This will be his biggest start of his career. Clemson is the defending national champion. I have no problem with them traveling on the road. In fact, I would much prefer Clemson minus three, minus $1.05 on the road than Clemson laying double digits at home. I think it shows the power of the Clemson team, the fact they are favored against Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. But the problem for Louisville, it's Lamar Jackson and not much else. The offensive line will have Lamar Jackson running for his life today. Clemson gets after the quarterback, evidenced by their 11 sacks last week against Auburn. Uh, Clemson, the defending national champs, they look good in uh, week one. Their easy win over Kent and uh, solid in week two, winning over SEC foe Auburn. Meantime, Louisville didn't look all that great in their week one assignment against Purdue, uh, winning by seven, laying 25 and a half points. They did roll up some big numbers against North Carolina, but I won't be fooled by those numbers. I'll take Clemson over Louisville. Lay the three, lay the dollar five. That'll be the first 
of three college football selections. Interesting to note, not a lot of variation in the numbers there. I didn't come to this Clemson side until late in the week, so I wasn't able to lay two and a half that was available at Pinnacle earlier in the week. I did see three and a half at CGT right at the open, but that was uh, quickly bought down to three. A solid number in this game. Paint at three just about everywhere. Uh, betting number 147, Clemson minus three, minus five. the first of three college football selections. The second play will be betting number 165, 166, Tennessee, and Florida under the total of 49.5. That wager available at William Hill right now. I know Tennessee has a cornerback who's out, but the Florida quarterback situation might not be able to take advantage of the injury. Uh, Florida is a mess, I think, with Franks and Zaire. Quarterback, they were both awful versus Michigan. Of course, Will Greer transferred out of Florida. At one point in time, Florida was quarterback U. Not anymore. Florida also had a game canceled. I think that's important. When these games get canceled and offenses get out of rhythm, I, I think that can really hurt a squad. Uh, you know, buys can be good when they're scheduled, when they're later in the season, but you have an early season buy against a weak foe. Uh, you know, that, that, that should have been a game for Florida, Northern Colorado, that uh, it got its offense cranked up again after losing to Michigan 33-17 in Arlington. So uh, I, I think a very uh, tough assignment here for Florida against the Tennessee D. I, I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I think both defenses will dominate opposing offenses. It's an important game, too, in the SEC East. I like to play important early season games under the total. We saw that. Uh, with Alabama and Florida State. Game 165-166, Tennessee and Florida under the total of 49.5. And And I'll sneak in one more under selection. Game 201-202, Texas and USC under the total of 68. Don't think the Longhorns will score much against a USC defense that looked really improved last week against Stanford. They didn't look all that good in week one, Southern Cal's defense, but their run defense was stingy against Stanford. Some people thought Stanford would run over USC. Not the case at all. USC's defense stood up beautifully. And I, I think this uh, this uh, uh, SC defense will perform well. They were shaky in that week one assignment against Western Michigan, but good against Stanford. Tom Herman, he sends his Texas team on the road for the first time this season and the first time under his regime as well. They were good last week, the Texas defense against San Jose State, but miserable the week before. I heard David Pollock say this Texas defense is going to be a surprise in the Big 12. So let's test that theory and go under the total of 68. Some people criticize Texas' secondary for not being very athletic. That could be a problem against a guy like Sam Darnold, at quarterback. But he already has thrown four interceptions over the first two games, has Darnold. And there's no Juju uh, Smith-Schuster anymore. He's off to the NFL, so he's lost his biggest weapon. 201-202, a game televised by the uh, Big Fox Network, USC and Texas under the total of 68. So to recap the selections, there are five plays in all. I'm confident with all five. Maybe the strongest play is that boxing match, uh, Triple G at minus $1.35 over Canelo. That looks like money from home. By the way, Mayweather-McGregor, uh, anybody who fell for McGregor, shame on you. I would uh, downgrade your power rating uh, significantly. Uh, that was money from home. The best bet in the Mayweather-McGregor fight came in round two, live wagering. Right after the second round, the, when the bell rang, William Hill was dealing Mayweather at minus 240. Uh, I got in at minus 420 uh, before the fight started. But uh, uh, if you had a if you have a good boxing eye, you know 
you knew Mayweather was going to get the money over McGregor, and that was a cheap price. And I think Triple G is a cheap price at minus $1.35 over Canelo. Baseball game, 967-968, Kansas City Royals, Cleveland Indians, under the total of 8.5, lay $1.15. And then the three college football plays, 147, Clemson minus 3 minus a nickel. Betting number 165, 166, Tennessee, Florida, under 49 and a half. Get that 49 and a half. It's available at William Hill right now. And betting number 201, 202, Texas and USC, under the total of 68. That's a wrap for Saturday. Back Sunday morning with more. By the way, Odell Beckham Jr. in the lineup now for the New York Giants. Monday night against the Detroit Lions. He is listed probable. No real influence on the line just yet. However, the Giants, uh, three-point favorites over the Lions. Money did come in on the Lions early in the betting cycle. I know Pinnacle opened the Giants minus five, minus a dollar five. That was a little bit too high. Value seekers grabbed the Lions. I don't have a strong opinion on that game. Of course, Monday night action. Uh, a lot of recreational gamblers get involved in that type of game. I would expect a little more money to come for the short home favorite we shall see. Thanks for listening to the EOG Sports Hour. Back Sunday morning with more.